Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for tuning in to the Midweek Mount Helena Community Church Update. Hey, we are doing this this week in lieu of our Wednesday night Bible study. We really just want to have an opportunity to communicate, uh, to keep people in community, and uh, provide encouragement throughout the week in this very strange time that we find ourselves. So this week I'm coming at you from my office and just wanting to share some information with you, clarify some things, and hopefully also encourage you a little bit. And in a time like this, I think it's really important to stop and reflect and consider all the good things that there are in life and in the world so that we can be encouraged about what God has done for us. And we want to stay focused on and keep our uh, minds and hearts oriented towards God's purposes in the world. So yeah, we won't be doing the Wednesday night Bible study like we have the last couple weeks, but hopefully this podcast will give you the opportunity to listen at a little more of your own convenience. And yeah, so we appreciate that. First thing I want to visit with you about today is the needs board that we have put up uh, in my MHCC, which is the database that we use to house all the information and connections and schedules and everything we do as a church, basically all in one software location, my MHCC. Uh, we have a needs board there where you can post a need if you are in need. And we have anticipated that with this coronavirus situation, people getting laid off, people being stuck at home, that perhaps some serious needs would begin to arise. Uh, maybe people in financial need, perhaps people just needing someone to go to the grocery store for them or something because they uh, have some sort of health issue. It has been interesting that we haven't had a ton of need up to this point, which I'm thankful for in some ways, but I also have been reflecting on that and we've been in some conversation about it, kind of coming to the point of thinking that that's probably in the weeks ahead as some of the financial fallout from this situation takes shape. So I just want to encourage you to be checking in on that needs board. If somebody has submitted a need and you feel like you could fulfill that need, then you check the box next to it and fill out the form and you'll be the one taking care of that. So just really found that to be a great way to engage our community in the area of giving and the area of supporting one another. We are getting tons of communication from people saying, hey, what can we do? What can we do? And on our end, it's been pretty fascinating uh, the very little actually that we have been hearing about the need. In fact, we often get phone calls throughout the week from the public requiring assistance as well, and the phone has been silent. So it is an interesting moment for us locally, and I appreciate everybody's heart and attitude about wanting to um, wanting to contribute in whatever way they can. So really, really proud of everybody for that. It does make me think, you know, what uh, what can we do? And uh, as I mentioned this week, we um, have some opportunities on a global scale to support some of the work that's going on around the world. We belong to a network of churches called Regions Beyond. You guys know that, but I, just in case you happen to be listening and you didn't, we're part of a group of churches that is like-minded. We don't belong to a denomination, but we do believe it's important to have friends out in the world, out in the church world that you relate to, that you have similar beliefs and attitude and mindset. And so we belong to Regions Beyond, and they're represented all over the world. And for some of us, we've gotten to 
uh, go to some of the events around the world and different things. And so we, you know, it's it's a very tangible reality. But for a lot of us, uh, we've maybe seen a guest speaker once or twice, and that's about it. But the Regions Beyond leaders, particularly Steve Oliver, who is the leader of the network, has been communicating with us that we have started a global relief fund. And him being in touch with the works in India and the Philippines and throughout Asia Minor, uh, all throughout South Asia and into the poor parts of Africa, he's very aware of the dire situation they face because of poverty in this coronavirus situation. And uh, we have it good here, and we need to be thankful about how we are provided for here and uh, really appreciate and are blessed because of that. But it also means that we have an opportunity to be givers in this situation. If God has blessed us um, with wealth, then you know I think that we have a certain responsibility to our brothers and sisters um, to assist them in their need. Uh, there's a story in the book of Acts, uh, chapter 11, verse 27, and I'm going to read those verses to you. Now in these days, prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch. I guess we could unpack that verse and know that there were prophets operating in the New Testament church in those days. And one of them named Agabus stood up and foretold by the Spirit that there would be a great famine over all the world. This took place in the days of Claudius. So the disciples determined everyone, according to his ability, to send relief to the brothers living in Judea. And they did so, sending it to the elders by the hand of Barnabas and Saul. We see a situation here where a need became known, and in an amazing way, actually prophetically, that actually took place eventually. And they gathered together resources and they sent them to those in need, even though they were in another country, even though they didn't have close relationships with them, but there were a few that did. And by the hand of Barnabas and Saul, money went to the elders in those places. And that's sort of what this situation is like for us. We know of a need, a significant need, particularly in in some of these places. And I know it can be hard for us to identify with someone struggling in the billion-person population of Mumbai or in the poverty-stricken streets of the Philippines. And it can be easy to put out of our minds, but for those of you that have been there or met those people or know that right now they're dealing with those situations in other places, that compassion stirs. And so uh, here at Mount Helena Community Church, we are the financial base for regions beyond in the United States, which at this point is four churches and a, a couple small groups of people. And so we collect all the money here. We manage the finances for Regions Beyond in the U.S. And so we will be collecting money not only from us, but the other churches here for whatever they want to give, just like this story. Um, So eat everyone according to his ability to send relief to the brothers. And I would encourage you to consider giving towards that. We're probably going to put up on that needs board some opportunity for you to take some of those and um, and help out but uh, I just appreciate you consider the generosity and and I, I just want to share a couple of things with you very specifically uh, I saw a video a thank you video that we received from a young man in India 
who is working to do a Christian school there that's a part of Regions Beyond. And he is in the part of India where Christians are very, very persecuted. And uh, our people aren't even allowed in there right now. And if you talk to our good friend, B.G. Stumberg, who you will be hearing from this Sunday, uh, in, he was just in India, and he travels there regularly, and it was tough this last time. They're really cracking down in India. And anyway, in this, this particularly impoverished situation, they're wanting to get a school going. Well, here in the United States, down in Missoula, we had a very small gathering called Kingdom Business Leaders. And uh, it was about 12 people, I think, that gathered to that, people that are involved in business and people that are uh, really have the gift of giving, if you will. And, um, at, at, during that time, they challenged themselves to pledge money for this school, and they pledged $16,000 in that weekend, and uh, almost all of that money has come in. Uh, it may even be that all of it has come in now, and we have that money here in Helena, and we're getting ready to transfer it over to India. We couldn't transfer it because of persecution and the lack of credibility in the financial system. Um, you know, it, it was getting held up. We couldn't send the money. In fact, we were coming up with other clever and other ways I won't speak of here to get the money to them, but um, those didn't work out. But now we have a trust secured in India, and we're able to send those resources over here shortly. And so there's a very specific situation where these guys are really counting on the support of others. And when a virus or something like this hits and people become conservative, um, those people really pay the price for those things. So there's one specific situation. Um, we've got my, my friend Nigel. Uh, I, I met Nigel's son a few years ago, and I still keep in touch with him. And then I met Nigel. He's a pastor in Mumbai. And uh, I the numbers of... Uh, the population in Mumbai are staggering. It's like a million U.S. dollars to even get the tiniest little flat. He can't even afford a house. And yet, at the same time, they're in utter poverty. And he's shepherding these people in his church. And, you know, they're suffering. You've got the rural areas of India that that really are suffering. And so there's a, the whole situation in India. Then you've got our friend Donna Bloomfield. Donna was here in the United States a couple years ago. We we're hoping to have her back uh, in the fall. And Donna has done a work that captured a lot of our hearts. She went into the nation of Burundi, which is often, you know, bottom five poorest nations in the world. And it's very backwards in its culture by our standards and very fraught with poverty and corruption and bribery and those kind of things. Uh, in fact, one of the most powerful bribery tools that they've had uh, to use in Burundi is Fanta, the soda pop. You can use that to bribe some of the militant type guys uh, and gangs and things like that. It's a, it's a tough, strange place. And Donna's been doing an amazing work there, getting this farming and dairy program going where these people are raising their own crops, they're milking their own cows, they're experiencing way more harvest than any of the other farmers around because they've just uh, been educated and adopted what they call farming God's way. And they're so blessed because of it. And they bring these people into their programs and they teach them, but they also uh, quietly have the opportunity to minister to them. And so there's a lot of discipleship happening. And it's such a blessing what Donna is doing there. And we've seen the videos. We've raised funds for her. 
I would encourage you to look her up on our Regions Beyond website and uh, or, or find her on Facebook. She's often posting things there. And we've a lot of you have captured your heart. We have we have people that give to Donna regularly here at the church, and we just get income every once in a while, just marked for Donna. And when that money builds up a little bit, we transfer it over to her um, nonprofit in England called Hope for Tomorrow Global. Uh, but Donna has just been completely cut off of her own income because of this situation. The Regions Beyond Global budget normally supports her but is unable to do so because we've been unable to generate the funds due to no gatherings and things like that. And now Mike Irving, the leader of the church in Australia, who was here this last year and I spent time with him the year before, uh, he has reached out to us asking us, can we help Donna somehow? Can we support Donna? And so there's a story, a place that you could give, and we know the person the money's going to. We know the work that she does. She is a cutting-edge saint in, in, in the church. And so there's so much opportunity for us to give to situations where there is very real need, and it will go a long way to make a difference. So if you don't find local needs, and if, if we don't have a lot going on here locally, we are doing well, we're a wealthy economy compared to the rest of the world, then I'm going to push us to give internationally. So if God has stirred that in your heart, please give towards one of those things. And, and mark you have to mark your giving for what it goes for. Um, benevolence goes into a general fund that we give as needs come in. Uh, typically locally for that kind of stuff. But if you want some money to go to Donna or just to the Global Relief Fund that Regions Beyond is doing, let us know that. They're they're really asking us for help. And those of us in the United States, Australia, England, some of South Africa, they really end up carrying the financial weight for a lot of the globe because of the wealth that we have. And I just would encourage you to consider generosity in this season in that way. So that's just a little bit of an update on what's been going on financially and with with the needs happening because of this situation. Many of us are concerned. What are we going to do? How can we help? So many of you have contacted us, and so far our needs have actually been really minimal, but there is opportunity for us to at least be able to help financially on a global level at this time. So there you go. Something else I wanted to visit with you about today is our small groups. Uh, small groups are an important part of life for a church. And, well, just simply because relationships are very, very important. And many of you know that if you don't deliberately take the time to build a relationship with anyone, then often it doesn't happen. And we have to be that way with everything in our schedule, don't we? If we don't schedule to do it, it often doesn't happen. Well, small groups are like that. It's a time that, that we deliberately set aside. Some leader has something on their heart they want to do. They want to set aside some time to be with people and do that, that activity, that curriculum, go through that book, prayer time, whatever it is, uh, with others. And that's super valuable to people growing in relationship with God and growing in relationship with one another. Well, at a time like this, it's obviously not possible to be gathering together in groups so what we're, we're going to do this next small group cycle is um, we're going to encourage you to host small groups online through Zoom or other platforms or means that you have. 
if you, I just, I just challenge you, encourage you, uh, consider hosting one of those. It doesn't have to be a rocket science Bible study. It's really there to be community. And if you want a Bible study and you want to dive into the word, do that. If you want to just get on together and just have a discussion and a cup of tea, uh, that's fine as well. I think gathering in community is healthy for us to do. And sometimes we have to discipline ourselves and stretch ourselves to reach out to others and be a part. And this is an awkward moment in time. And so asking you to lead a small group in this strange moment is just that. It's strange. I understand that. And I think we all do. But we do need leaders. The world needs leaders. The church needs leaders. People that will, uh, they don't have to be superheroes. They're just people that are willing to do something. And I would just appreciate if you would consider leading a small group this next small group cycle. The applications for that are due this upcoming Sunday. I would appreciate it if you are considering to go online and fill out an application in our small groups area or email Jason Harris, uh, jasonharris at mounthelena.org and let him know what you're thinking and he'll be in touch with you to to work that out. We, we do think that small groups are important to the development of people. And I know not everybody is going to do it and maybe you don't feel the urge to, but I would just ask you, what about the needs of others? Or what do you have to bring to the table on behalf of others? So consider that. Consider being a part. These online meetings have been challenging. I know with the Sundays, uh, I found it just a little bit clunky and awkward to try and talk like this and uh, you know, you see everybody, but we're not necessarily able all to talk. And yeah, that, that can be strange. Even when we're having our midweek Bible study the last two weeks, it's pretty quiet and maybe that's okay. It's still important that we do it, that we gather, that we're there for one another. And, uh, so small groups are coming. Please consider, um, jumping on board with that and being a part. We don't really know how long this is going to go on. And I'm going to have a train go by right now that's going to be really loud. So uh, we don't know how long this virus situation is going to be going on. And we may be having to meet like this for another number of weeks. And God forbid months or some people are predicting. Uh, I hope not. But in the meantime, we need to be um, strong and courageous, stretch ourselves um, to uh, embrace the challenge. Uh, God is in this, you guys. He, he is in this. He's in. He, nothing in the world happens that he doesn't somehow see or know or understand the outcome. He's just so much more than we are, and we see in very linear, two-dimensional terms, really. And he sees the whole. And so, even in a situation like this, that's tragic and difficult for some, uh, I think that God is at work in his people and he's at work in the church and we have to take the time to reflect who are we and what does God call us to in a situation like this so I hope you're encouraged today I hope you're doing okay with staying at home for the most part and I hope those of you that have kids at home and are homeschooling I definitely uh, sympathize with that we've settled into a routine a little better routine at our house I think the first couple of weeks was kind of chaotic so that's been an interesting journey for Jan and I personally. And uh, as a staff, we haven't been in the office much. We're kind of hit and miss off and on, not wanting to uh, 
overdo our social interactions or anything like that. So we've been meeting on the lo- uh, online for the most part. But if you know anyone that's having problems with the online meeting on Sundays, please reach out and, and try to help them or let us know. And um, I know that it's frustrating for some people, the technology and the um, not being sure how things work and is it safe and I understand that it is it is stretching in ways, but I, I would encourage you to, to help people participate. So there you go. There's your midweek update. Appreciate you guys. Remind you again, Acts chapter 11. So the disciples determined everyone according to his ability to send relief to the brothers. Appreciate y'all. Have a great day.